Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Folks, wherever you may be, whatever time it may be where you are, welcome to Play by Play. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and we're going to spend a few minutes today talking about resolving conflict at really at the most basic level, and that is communication. You ready to get started? All right, here we go. Well, welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you got to spend some time with friends and family and, you know, whether you ate too much or whether you stayed, you know, small groups and just, uh, you know, didn't get out and, and socialize a whole lot. Whatever it was for you, I hope it was awesome. We've got Christmas right around the corner. I can't even believe 2020 is about to come to an end. And, you know, we see these memes and, and we talk about how rough 2020 has been and there's no doubt it has been uh, probably the craziest year that I can ever remember. But I want to encourage you, though, find something positive that happened in 2020 and celebrate that. You know, we can all find negatives that, you know, have happened throughout the year. That's easy to point out the negatives. But one of the best ways to continue to move forward, one of the best ways to continue to, you know, be a better version of ourselves is to focus on the good, to focus on the positive, the wins, even if there were small wins. You know, maybe you had a small promotion or uh, you know, maybe you got some recognition at work, or maybe you got a new job, or maybe you picked up a new hobby. You know, you grabbed that guitar that's been in the corner for uh, for the last 10 years, and you finally started strumming it, or whatever that might be. Maybe you have a new friendship or a new love in your life. Whatever it is, I bet that we can all find something positive to celebrate and, you know, not dwell on the negatives of 2020. Look, 2020 is here. It's almost gone. We might as well put that thing in the rearview mirror and focus on something good that happened. Well, today I want to talk about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart. I want to talk just for a few minutes about resolving conflict through what I think is probably one of the most basic levels of or basic ways to resolve conflict, and that's through communication. You know, conflict, and I'm going to talk about it mostly in the setting of the workplace, but really conflict happens in all parts of our life, right? Um, Through friendships, through relationships and family and, you know, wherever that is, conflict is is always going to rear its ugly head. And, you know, basically conflict is just us disagreeing, right? I mean, we just, we don't agree with someone else on a particular topic. And because of that, it has, you know, developed into conflict or, you know, oftentimes we might want to call it drama. But disagreements are almost always a result of a lack of communication, and I think probably most of the time, that communication comes in in one of two ways uh, that lack of communication does. It's either an outright lack of communication, so you, you know, you're just not even talking to the other person, and that creates conflict. There's a, you know, there's this elephant in the middle of the room, and it's just not being talked about. And as a result, there's conflict, right? Both sides know that there's this issue, and it's just not being addressed, and so that results in conflict. I don't know that that's that's probably the most prevalent thing. I mean, that does happen a lot in organizations, particularly where you have a lot of passive aggressiveness or or there's a hierarchy uh, in the organization where, you know, people aren't maybe allowed to freely express their opinions or their opinions aren't heard. You know, uh, you, you have a leadership structure that oftentimes will say, you know, we're making the decisions. It's our way or the highway. You know, your your opinion doesn't matter. Uh, maybe they give you some sort of a 
uh, a pat answer. You know, they they you pretend they pretend to hear you, <clears throat> but but you know they're really not listening. I think that probably the more uh, common form of lack of, of communication, and this is the one I want to focus on today. Uh, we'll go back and and record a podcast about how to deal with just outright lack of communication and. Um, because I think that's an important thing to address as well. But today I want to talk about just poor communication. You know, I, I think more times than not, people are communicating, they're having conversation, but that conversation just isn't effective. You know, there is the elephant in the room. There is this, uh, you know, this this thing that people are disagreeing about. You know, maybe it's a decision that's been made or a decision that's about to be made. Uh, and there's there's conflict about it because the, dis, the the disagreement is not being resolved. And I think more times than not, that's a result of ineffective communication as opposed to just outright lack of communication. So in those scenarios, what have you done in the past? Like how have you resolved those types of lacks, you know, lack of communication? Um, you know, do you get to the to the root of the issue, right? I mean, here, here's the deal. Like, in order for us to resolve those types of communication issues, we've got to be honest. We have to be transparent. We've got to open up. We've got to be vulnerable. Uh, we've got to say the things that are on our mind. And we're so worried oftentimes about hurting someone's feelings or saying something that might be taken the wrong way. <clears throat> and I think the deal there is, there's just a lack of trust in that environment if that's the case, right? So if I'm if I'm afraid to express my opinion about a particular topic or a decision that has been made or is going to be made, well then I'm I don't I don't feel like there's trust in that relationship in that organization in that workplace, right? If I'm afraid to share you know how I feel about it, then obviously I don't trust uh, you know the what the outcome of me sharing that might be, whatever that might be, whether that might be that I'm treated negatively, whether, you know, there's fear of retribution or payback or, you know, whatever the case may be. If I, if I can't speak freely, then there's no trust in that relationship or in that organization. Um, and I think that that is oftentimes why we fail to communicate effectively, why we won't uh, speak the things that are on our mind. And I'm not you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about, you know, you, you being obnoxious and rude. and But there ought to be the ability to sit down at the table and have constructive dialogue. And I want to encourage you, if that's not happening in your workplace, um, think about who are the players in your organization that you need to talk to, that you need to address this uh, inability to have open, candid conversation. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's your coworkers. Maybe it's, um, you know, if you're the, the leader of the organization, well, then that rests on you. Like, why in your organization do you not allow transparent, candid conversation? Because I can tell you this, in an organization that allows candid, open conversation, people's opinions are heard. And a leader... Uh, it, it, uh, being a leader is not about making all the decisions. It's about making sure that all the opinions, you know, are heard. Oftentimes, the leader ends up making the final decision, and that's okay. But it is important that 
that the opinions of the people who have a stake in the game, those who have uh, a, a knowledge of, uh, of the subject matter, that those opinions are being heard. And if that's not happening, that's an issue to be addressed within the organization. And I would encourage you to, you know, sit down with whoever that person is that you feel like may, maybe the roadblock or and maybe you don't know. Maybe that maybe it's just a culture in your organization where, hey, we just don't talk about things. We just don't disagree. We don't uh, voice our opinions. And maybe you don't know where that comes from. And so maybe your first step is just talking to your supervisor. Maybe you just talk to your manager about, you know, why is it that you know, we can't disagree with a decision that's been made or whatever the case may be, but but start the dialogue, right? You know, communication, ineffective communication often comes because we just don't have dialogue. And when I'm coaching young leaders, one of the biggest things that I talk to them about is communicating. It's it's about communication to resolve conflict. And I encourage them to make that communication deliberate. Right? Don't just hope that a conversation comes up. If there's something that's bothering you, if there's an employee uh, that works for you, a direct report that you have that, that is, is not doing what you expect them to do, the expectations are not being met, have the conversation. Right? Look, I can promise you this. It's a whole lot easier to have the conversation on the front end when this conflict is small and uh, it hasn't really grown into this big, you know, uh, reared its ugly head, if you will. It's a lot harder once that conflict really gets ramped up and people's emotions are running high. Have that conversation. Being a leader sometimes is about having those tough conversations. Have that conversation when uh, in the early stage. And I always encourage people, you know, that conversation almost always needs to be a conversation, not an email, not a text, not a, you know, not a, a, a memo but have the conversation. If someone's not meeting expectations, be man or be woman enough to pick up the phone or, or to, to, to see that person face-to-face -face and say, hey, let's talk about this because uh, I, I want to resolve this before it becomes an issue. Don't be a keyboard activist, right? Don't sit there and punch out an email when you're upset and, and you know, you're, you're trying to deal with conflict. That rarely is an effective way to resolve conflict. And I tell the coaches that I work with, um, you know, you might send an email, you know, very early in just maybe as a question or uh, just to bring, uh, bring notice to a particular thing. But if that con, if there's conflict there, if that conflict exists, it's time to get away from written communication and have a face-to-face -face conversation. You, you can almost always, if you watch a conflict escalate, you can almost always backtrack that conflict, and, and if you'll back it all the way up, you can find a place where if you would have just intervened with a face-to-face, -face, transparent, candid conversation, you could have resolved that conflict before it escalated. So to wrap this up, I want to encourage you to communicate effectively when it comes to conflict. And that means opening up those lines of communication. The elephants in the middle of the room, talk about it. Encourage people to come to you if they have concerns or, uh, you know, they're worried about something or there's conflict that's being unresolved and undiscussed. So uh, invite people to share their opinions. Make sure everyone who has a stake in the game, make sure their opinions are heard about a particular matter. And if you'll do that, if you will encourage those open lines of communication, and if you'll encourage people to communicate when there's conflict, 
I promise you, you're going to see a reduction in conflict and you're going to see a greater satisfaction in that conflict being resolved. Well, that's all the time I got for today. I want to thank you for listening to Play by Play. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your circle. Chances are that they're going to like it too. Remember, you're a reflection of the five closest people around you. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you.